Welcome to Valuable and Vibrant Talk, a podcast about all things life, love, and relationships from the lens of a Black woman. Every Friday, we'll discuss the ups and downs of life and love and share the many lessons we've learned along the way. Most importantly, I want to remind women, remind people that you still have value no matter what you've been through. I'm your host, Carnesha Joy Emanuel. Welcome in. All right. Well, thank you for joining us again at the Valuable and Vibrant podcast. We're so excited to have our lovely guest. Um, This is somebody who I have been watching and just actually this is great because I actually know her and um, I'll tell more about this story. But one of the reasons why I actually went natural It's because of Miss Tamara Floyd. She is so beautiful and sweet, um, sweet spirit. Always been awesome. So welcome. Thank you for coming on. Thank you so much. I girl, you know, we've kind of been in the same circles for so long. A I long time. It with, I forgot it started with natural hair. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. actually one of the very first meetups I went to, um, you were there, I but know. I remember before I went natural. I would see you around. I saw you at the church and I was just like, oh, her hair is gorgeous. Should I do it? Should I do it? And later on down the line, I actually did. But um, speaking of natural hair, man, you have really built this community and this um, huge machine behind natural hair rules. Can you just talk to us about like, man, just what mind frame were you in back back then when you started? Like what made you even feel the need to start it? You know, I, it's funny because I think I I just wanted to help more people. Um, I had people that were admiring me and my journey and coming to me, asking me questions. It was friends and friends of friends. Um, and I, you know, at the time, I didn't feel like I was an expert or anything, but I did feel like I had something to offer. Yeah. Um, and so what was happening is, is I, I just wanted to serve more people and I knew that I needed to create a space to do that. And I was talking to a friend of mine who was actually going to school internationally and I was asking her, well, how are we going to keep up with you? And she's like, I'm going to start a blog, you know, and these, this wow. is like the early, yeah, you know, early yeah. days. So 2008 and, you know, it, it, it's, it was something about blog that just, kind of like, yeah. you know, resonated with me. So I was like, girl, what is that? <laughs> you know, like, what is that? And she, you know, gave me this really simple explanation. Well, you go to Google and go to blogger.com. <laughs> yes. You know, yes. <laughs> and you, you start writing, you can upload pictures. And, uh-huh. and so I, I did that. And the funny thing was I was just like looking for, you know, like it was a lot easier back then, just some type of name that was not taken. And so I did different variations. Like I was looking for something like around natural me and stuff like that, because, you know, I I was embracing my natural self and, you know, coming back to who I was naturally. And those things weren't available. And I was just like natural hair rules. And I was like, yes, that's perfect. It's available. <laughs> it's, like, wow. it's, like, it's like it has double meaning. Is you know because I was thinking, 
you know, it could be like these guidelines for, you know, how to care for yourself natural. And also like, you know, it rules like natural hair rules, you know, it rains. Yeah. And so I'm, I, even back then, I just remember being so excited that that was available. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's still, you know, cause it's been 10 years plus. Yeah. So it's still something that still kind of hits me like natural hair rules, you know, it, it just seems very, very powerful, even though like the site now is more of just my journey as, you know, a human, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, I still, you know, talk about hair care and my hair journey and stuff like that. But I also share a lot about my, my journey, you know, cause I started, when I started the site, I was probably 23. So I was newly married, um, didn't have kids at the time, you know, and now, you know, we skip and, you know, I have two awesome, amazing little boys, you know, I'm now a single mom, you know, I, I really know who I am, (laughs) you know, as an individual. (laughs) Mm. um, It's been an incredible journey. Um, Natural hair rules still even today pays my bills. And so to have the opportunity to, you know, be given like, I I feel like God just kind of gave me like a seed, you know, and I wasn't very clear on what it could grow into. Um, But one thing that I've learned about myself as a person and I, I think this is funny okay so brief tangent um i've been i've been doing more hiking because we're okay. in a whole you know panoramic yeah yeah <laughs> so, um so outside hiking and stuff like that and so i went on what was supposed to be a quick hike uh-huh. that turned into like a six mile almost three hour hike oh my gosh <laughs> because and and so when you're lost in the forest, you kind of like step back for a second, like, how did I get here? How did, how did we get here? That, that part. <laughs> so one of the things that I realized about me is that I, like, I'll just kind of get the idea or the vision and I'll just take off. <laughs> and then halfway through, I'm like, okay. I, like trying to retrace my steps. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How wow. do I get back? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, but that that's really, I mean, that's something that's to be admired, really. When you can um when you have the courage to just like have something in your heart and in your spirit and just act on it, that's something definitely to be admired because like you said, that after her rules was kind of just a a seed, and then look how had how it's you know really carried you and like you said sustain you so i love that that's i mean mm-hmm. that's a that's a, a characteristic that is much to be admired because many of us i know me myself like i feel something and i know i need to do it but like oh i'm just gonna freeze a lot of times get paralyzed just by you know yeah. the unknown so but i i think that's mm-hmm. awesome and I think it's so funny because like you said back then it was like what curly Nikki your site and then 
one other it was like um black girl long hair yes that one mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and it was mm-hmm. just a few and like you really your 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 resources were kind of limited but like mm-hmm. i remember i stayed on those sites all day every day just trying to figure out i'll be at work scrolling and looking <laughs> all of that but um definitely that's just great because yeah. and like you said um going natural with your hair, but also learning and embracing your natural self. I just think I ran across some pictures the other day and I was like, oh, when I had a perm, baby, that hair was so flat and light, mm. and fried and mm-hmm. laid to my head. And mm-hmm. I just wondered, I remember feeling what made me actually go natural is I was um, um, right after I had my daughter, who's 11 now. And I just I know, such a big girl. Oh my gosh, she just like, made it. Like, oh my gosh. Um, and she actually she started her locks about six months ago. So oh, she's wow. uh, she's in her lock wow. journey. <laughs> that's so amazing. Like, I, and I kept well, asking, her, I said, "Are you sure? Are you sure?" She's like, "Yes, mom. Right. This is what I want to do." She's like, "I love my natural hair," and she's like, "I just want to." Mm. And I, I mean, that's I think beautiful. I was more fearful than she was but she's like no I'm ready she had pictures in her phone and everything just like showing me what she wanted so well let let me just affirm you because that is a tribute to you as a mother that you're raising a a daughter that is so beautifully self-actualized in a way to make a decision like that and also giving herself the freedom in the space because she is young. She's 11. Right. And so I think I I do feel like she probably still has this sense of awareness that like, this is not a marriage. This does not have to be a life you right. know, time right. commitment. Like this is where I am right now. And mm-hmm. I'm not afraid to make this choice. And my mother is supporting me. And, you know, for, I, well, I can't speak personally um, for you, but I know for me, you know, I, that was something that I had to cultivate within myself. Oh man. Um, oh. You know, so it's, you're it's doing a great part. job. Thank you. Thank you so much. I mean, it's, it's really been a journey. I have a lot of talks with my mom and them just about like how parenting has really changed because, mm-hmm. um, you know, even when I told them, they were like, no, she's too little, you know, right, 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 right. she's going to have to cut her hair off. And I'm like, if she does, you know, like what is just hair? And I mentioned like yeah. today to a friend, I was like, I think I'm come, I'm gonna cut my hair and just do a bob mm-hmm. or something. And they were like, Why would you cut it? And I'm like, Why not? It's it's hair. It's just hair. Because you're gorgeous regardless. I was Thank gonna you. say that too. <laughs> like, like I like my earliest memories are of you were just admiring how beautiful you were. Thank you, and, and you feel like and you still are like thank gorgeous, you. you know? Thank you. As are you. And I, I think you. you know, um that's that's something that I really appreciate about you because even um I think we we were crossing paths at that time, but you always were the sweetest and just had like a very warm and welcoming spirit. And I really appreciate that about you because um you know, not to bring light to the negative, but you, it's just even in these social media streets, it's it's a lot, you know, a mm. lot of different personalities and a lot of different mm. dynamics happening, especially with women. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, that's one of the reasons why, again, I really appreciate Natural Hair Rule because you've built this community and affirming women and just saying like, hey, embrace your natural self. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to 
um, ask you, like, so have you experienced the like evolution of parenting with your boys? Because I know there are so many things that I've experienced yeah. with my daughter. And I'm just like, oh, this would never happen when when yeah. I was growing up or this. Yeah. I would never be having this conversation mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. my parents. Like, t- t- talk about what are some of the things that you notice, like the difference as we're just yeah. in crazy time yeah and you have boys yeah. so like what are yeah. your thoughts yeah so um one of the first things that i was very clear on um is that i i was just going to get to know my children as individuals mm-hmm. um i i thought that was very important um and i'm not i'm not exactly sure why but i I just always felt like that was very, very important to get to know them as individual humans and beings. And so for me, that I didn't take what my parents did or what other people were talking about and stuff like that. I I wanted to do what I felt like was right for my child and my children. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so my natural hair journey really help me to be very clear on or to do the research about um natural alternatives to stuff like you know so i definitely absolutely you pursue like you know natural labor and delivery Mm -hmm. and but unfortunately that didn't happen but in i you know because i know we're going to talk about healing too but learning how to to heal from that, you know, man, like, man, man. you know, um, just being in a place of acceptance, like there's, like there's nothing wrong with your body. You carried these beautiful boys to term, like no, you did not get to have the natural, you know, vaginal birth that you wanted, but your babies are healthy. You're yep. healthy, you yep. know. Um, and not feeling angry at God, like God, I pray, like you know, with, that like, part that, that. <laughs> so, so but um you know that just being very clear on you know wanting to make sure that i was giving them the best and not saying that all natural is the best but i, I felt like that was what was right for Absolutely. my boys. so Absolutely. being very clear like you know even today like um i i will cook three meals a day for them. We do breakfast, they do hot lunch, they do hot dinner. Um, And I'm not going to say that I do this every day, but um, it's not unusual for me to do that for them. Yeah, Um, making sure that they have fruits and vegetables. um, And also just, um, yeah, just being very clear that they are little people. So what they have to say is important. Their emotions, they should feel free, especially as black boys, to feel they should be safe to feel the full spectrum of their emotions. Yeah. And so I was very clear I was never going to be a mother to to say things like, you know, man up. I you know, never. yeah, you know, like, and also, you know, especially with them being older, asking them and letting them express to me what makes them happy, because I, I felt like that was something that the importance of being happy was not really 
valued, you know. Um, <laughs> like I made I've made a lot of tough decisions because I felt like I was worthy of happiness. Come on, that um, is so good. Yeah. So it's a lot of that and just being very clear that, you know, I have Benjamin and I have Harrison and Benjamin is not Harrison and Harrison is not Benjamin. (laughs) And so, and it's so interesting and it's so interesting and it's so beautiful. And I, you know, I don't take it for granted, but like, as like, as you're carrying these babies, you know, you know, like, you know, like this is a different child, you know, this yeah, is a different pregnancy. Yeah. And as soon as they come out and you hear your babies cry for the first time, like, oh, that that's a different cry. <laughs> you know, like yes. this ba- like this baby smells different. This baby yep. needs different things. Um, and giving both of them the space to to just be, you know. Yeah. Um yeah. I've, I felt like, like I love my parents to death, but, you know, they were trying to raise all of us the exact same way. And same. I, I, you know, I fell in line with that, but my sister, <laughs> like, yeah. My, yeah. my sister, she did not. She was the rebellious That's one. Almost the same exact situation. <laughs> you know, my parents, um, and I've talked to them about this, but, you know, it, it's, it's a, such an interesting, um, dynamic especially now you know and i think the more you know the more knowledge and things that are available like you can look into stuff and be like oh maybe i should adopt that and maybe i should look at this but you know even my parents kind of said to me sometimes like you let her talk too much and say too much and it's like but why like Mm -hmm. why why? Because I asked my mom the other day, we were in the kitchen, uh, I was at her house and I was laughing. I said, mom, why weren't we allowed to say lie? Because I saw a post that was saying like, why weren't we allowed to say the word lie? Mm-hmm. She was like, no, it's just bad. You shouldn't say that. And I was like, but why? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She just started laughing. But that's just an example of like these deep ingrained mm-hmm. like principles and traditions that are mm-hmm. prevalent. And I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm sure they're not just in black families, but right. you know, I think black families are very like married to tradition and the way that things yes. have always been. And I'll be honest with you, like it's, it's, it takes some work on my end to embrace mm-hmm. like a new way and like, Mm-hmm. Let's just be what's do what's most effective, not mm-hmm. just what's always been done. So mm-hmm. I really appreciate you saying like paying attention to your your boys and what their individual needs are versus just yeah. like lumping everybody in the basket and mm-hmm. like, hey, mm-hmm. let me let me just raise y'all. So I, I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I think um, man, parenting has been something that has just truly truly stretch me mm-hmm. especially now because i have an 11 year old and i have a 10 month old i'm like uh uh what what i like to call like a little more seasoned mother i'm like uh-huh. um, i'll be 40 next year but um you know to have an oh, infant at this age, thank you um it's definitely a different um different dynamic and a different mm-hmm. set of like um things that you know, where where you know, on the first baby, you just do the absolute most, and even mm-hmm. me being older, it's like I don't need that. I don't need this. She yeah, doesn't need. Yeah, she doesn't need yeah. this. But it was really interesting being pregnant um, and giving birth during the pandemic, and then being quarantined yeah. after. I mean, man, yeah. the, the mental anguish that um, those types of things can yes. 
put on you uh, really just had to pay attention to my mental health. And that's why I was taking such an interest in your journaling. Can you just tell us about like, I I love your post and I really, um, I was, I was introduced to journaling maybe about, maybe about 10 years ago. It was after Mm -hmm. Bailey was born. And Mm -hmm. man, when I tell you, just you already know the benefits, but can you just talk to us and expand on like what got you started with the journaling and how do you yeah. think it's really like manifested? Yeah, thank you. I want to say once again, thank you for um, inviting me to your platform to. Oh, no, absolutely. Like just like all of these things, um, journaling is something um, I use the hashtag journal journaling to heal. Um, almost daily I do like even if I'm not posting um, me writing like the date or you know journaling on my social media stories and stuff like that I'm still writing and sometimes it's two three times a day really yeah and it's something I was telling a friend you know um, I feel like it's something that shows me I Mm. have always been I've always been a writer um, and I've gotten away from it. Um, when I was younger, it would just kind of be a place where I would just kind of need to just like vent, like scribble my thoughts. You know, I, I grew up in one of those families where, you know, you, you were taught that you needed to suppress certain emotions. Yeah. And yeah. so I, I am just, I'm very comfortable with my emotions now, you know, yeah. I'm almost 40. So it's like, like this is just who I am. And so I have to give my emotions time and space to breathe and to acknowledge them mm-hmm. and to process through them. Um, you know, I know like early on when the like the news kind of broke about my divorce, it was like, you know, I was, and even before then I was kind of journaling on, in a public forum on mm-hmm, Facebook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I, I, I feel you. I've been there. We've been, I've been right where you are. And so, um, I'm learning how to have better boundaries for myself. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and also understanding that it, just because the word friends is thrown around does not necessarily mean that it's a safe space. Um, and so I, you know, um, just kind of grew up in a household where, um, I wasn't really freely to express my emotions. And then, you know, you kind of replicate, you know, stuff in your relationship. So Mm -hmm, I entered mm -hmm, into mm -hmm. a marriage where it was basically the same thing. And so I, again, I would find myself in different parts of my life going back to it. And um, I know around, I think 2016, um, it was a lot of stuff going on. You know, um, I was seeking early interventions for my oldest son, Benjamin, who was later diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, we had made like this cross country move. Um, I had an infant, Harry, Harrison was an infant. Um, he was not yet one. And wow. it's like 
my marriage was kind of like just just dissipating like right before my eyes Hmm. and all I knew was I was so anxious all the time Mm. and the funny thing about it is um I I I come from a long line of codependent addicts and you know codependent attachment and also (laughs) alcoholism and you know drug abuse and and I was very clear that I didn't want to fall into any of that. Yeah. And so I I knew like my, cause I was already working out and you know, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And so it was like, I need a healthy something. Yeah, I need a healthy something. And that, that brought me to, that brought me to therapy um, and therapy started introducing me to different tools and resources. And she's like, well, why don't you write? And it's like, okay, I do, you know, I do yeah. that occasionally. Let me, let me do this. And <laughs> so, and it was because it was also at a place where it's like, I would find myself suppressing so much until I could get to therapy. And mm-hmm. so, I would literally walk into the door and start bawling. <laughs> yeah, you're, and, you're gonna make me cry thinking about that. <clears throat> yeah. I'm, I'm gonna make myself cry. <laughs> yeah, I have been right there. I've been right there. Yeah, I just want to say, like, I, you know, I'm just so grateful that, like, I'm not there anymore. Um, I'm so, I'm so thankful for this journey. You know, I, I wouldn't want to go back, <laughs> but, right. but I'm so thankful for all the things that have come out of it. I'm so thankful that I can look at myself and see myself as beautiful, you know, yes. like I can see the progress. I can see the growth. I can, you know, love myself as well as like my children so wholeheartedly because of the work that I've done, you know. Oh, child, you got me. I, 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 I just, I'm, I'm, like, um, I'm sorry, excuse me, let me <laughs> grab these. <laughs> that really resonates with me because I actually, um, I went for a walk this morning and I was, um, I like to go to, uh, well, you do you remember Tom Bass Park with the big, yes, um, so that's where I go to walk because oh, I just like being yeah. outside and with the, you know, with yeah. the, nature and the lake and it just makes me feel calm but when you mention being so full of anxiety and you know I know so many people speak against it but I've just I had just gotten into this tailspin of like you know we were quarantined and the baby you know when she was really small you know they're sleeping for long stretches and so you're just scrolling and I'm just like why am I not snapping back and I really just was full of anxiety about my journey. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can't, I can't go outside. I can't get a trainer. Can't do this. Can't do that. And mm-hmm. I just felt so like anxious about so many mm-hmm. things. I was mm-hmm. feeling anxiety about like people wanting to come see the baby, but mm-hmm. you know me saying like, no, <laughs> you can't mm-hmm. come. And and just so many things that I just carried these balls of anxiety. You know, I remember I'd be sitting on the couch, just like, why are my fists balled up? 
just sitting mm, on the right like you know? like yes free. just clenched yes. and just so yes. tight and so anxious but yeah. um like you said i'm just so um i was thinking about this morning so and i probably was borderline postpartum i probably was because yeah. um, again yeah. it's so hard to outside of the hormones that are just like going through and trying to settle down after you have a baby i just was like oh this is just possible that we're in my bad. Like, like, like i gotta find different words to kind of like just make it light because yes yes this pandemic has not been easy it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy but when i was walking this morning i just was thinking like man god i thank you for you know the progress even from even though it was just a couple months ago like i had so much anxiety and i remember i would just cry and i'm like this morning i said to myself i said you know what she's 10 months old and i'm not to the place that i want to be mm-hmm. but i'm grateful that i'm okay like i'm okay where i'm at and just the realization to be able to say like I'm okay and I'm still beautiful still a great person still like have value even in the place that I that I'm in right now um that was just such a revelation for me and it made me get teary because I remember being in a place where like like you said I was kind of at the end of my um end of my previous marriage and it just was like Oh, I I can't deal with this. Like I just felt so low. I just felt so low. And I think mm-hmm. just coming to the realization that like in spite of what everything I went through, yeah. I still have value and I'm still like I'm good. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I just was reflecting on that this morning and just all the ups and downs mm-hmm. that I've been through. Okay. Man, you just have to get to that level place, but you know, really with mm-hmm. the with the rise of social media and how, you know, just everything is so in your face, like you have to really be in a centered and a balanced place to not get sucked mm-hmm. in. Cause I'm like, this girl just had a baby three days ago and she's like, her flat, <laughs> or, you know, she's lost all her baby weight. And I just would be like, man, and not in a jealous way, but like, man, but I've never been like that. You know, I've never been a person who can, quickly you know do those things so i just have to i'm at a place where i'm just extending a lot more grace to myself for mm-hmm. the season that i'm in and mm-hmm. um even though i'm like in a good level place right now I'm always open to healing and mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. you know vulnerable in those spots that i need to mm-hmm. kind of tighten up a little bit so i think i'm gonna take a note from you and bring my journal back out <laughs> I have so yeah, many please. journals. I think was that you who um made a post about I, like <laughs> people was mad at me. I was Girl. Like, I basically I basically said I don't know who needs to hear this. Yeah. But write in the journal journals. Yes. <laughs> that you have. Don't Girl, I hollered when I saw that because I was like, oh, she's talking to me. I have so many journals and it's like I write in like five, 10 pages and then I'm moving on to the next one. So when I pull a journal, I'm like, Lord, this is from like, or 2008. Yeah. But when I pulled out Hi. yesterday, I had writings from 2011 in it. I was like, oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> Good for you. I have, so my, mine are 
distributed in different places, but I do have like some 2000 and like 10 ish in wow. here. Yeah. yeah. You know? um, and so it wasn't, in, I think 20, 2016 is when I started like finishing from mm. cover to cover. So um, it w- I I appreciate being able to do that because I used to be so anxious. Like, I don't know where the anxiety comes from. And so I'm just going to speak for me. Um, when it came to writing, you know, there, there was a lot of fear. Of course, there's the fear of what if somebody reads this? And I, I actually, my ex-husband used to read my stuff and he really try to use, use that stuff against me. But because oh, I had processed through it, it was just like, yeah, yeah. well, now I don't have to hide my, my feelings. He already know. <laughs> so it kind of, it kind of like lifted a weight off of me. Um, yeah. But like, so it was, it was that fear. It was the fear of I'm not doing this right. And it's like, like I've had to confront that in so many different areas because it's like, like who says there's a way to do it wrong? Like you're yeah. sitting there yeah. Yeah. writing your thoughts and you know, and there, <laughs> there, is, there is a practice that goes into learning how to not judge yourself while you're writing no, and no. not self-edit, you know? And so like, I'm sure, like I was telling a friend, I'm like, I'm sure like, I could honestly be the Anne Frank of this panoramic, but like, you know, I'm sure they're going to be like, well, she she was talking about how grateful she was. And now she's talking about something random here, like a blender or something like that. Like, oh, <laughs> and, it's like and it's like, oh, it's okay. Absolutely. <laughs> it's absolutely. Okay. It is okay. That's where I was at, you know. And even like when I'm, you know, sharing all my stories, like sometimes I'm misspelling days and stuff like that. But I'm like, it don't matter. <laughs> it does it not doesn't. matter. Like you're doing it for you. Like, mm-hmm. and so that's a is part of just fully embracing who you are. So and just getting getting the work done. I think you know, going back to what you were saying, like as a mother, like, um, you know, I come from a mom who like you cook, you cook. And so there was one week where we went out like four days that week. And I was, I was judging myself and I had to like, come on, like, why, where did that come from that you have to cook every day? Right. Who told you that? Nobody told me that. Yeah. Nobody told, like, even though my mom is a woman to cook, she never told me you need to cook every day, three meals a day. She never told me that. So it's like, where, right. where is that coming from? Right. And so I had, like, I was like, okay, God. And like, I heard, like, you know, I'm having, like, the way me and God talk, it's, it's almost like there's two people in my head and we're just having a back and forth. Uh, and, and so it's just like, your kids eat? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Are they full? <laughs> Kids, y'all fool. Yes, yes. mommy. Right. <laughs> you know? We did it. Ain't no problems. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> Absolutely. But I think I mean that's a great point that you made because 
you know, your mother may have never said that, but you embrace, we embrace so, so many behaviors and things from our family of origin that impact how we go forward. And, you know, especially like in marriage and relationships, like all of these things, we just like a lot of times unconsciously have these expectations based on what we grew up around. And mm-hmm. um, it was funny because I was telling my husband the other day, he was like, uh, we, we were t- talking about something and this was actually years ago, but we were recalling a, a situation that happened, but um, we could be like having a little discussion about the smallest minute thing. And I would be like, oh, are you mad at me? Are we going to break up? And he would be like, what's wrong with right. you? But when I really did the work, I I never saw my parents argue. They always would go behind closed doors. And so I'm thinking, mm-hmm. oh, here I am. We arguing. We going back and forth about something so small, you know, and that's not normal. That's what I would tell myself. Right, and right. I told my parents, I was like, look, I never saw y'all argue. I never heard heard y'all like raise your voices or even even manage conflict, you know, even for the kids. Your marriage, yeah. You shouldn't have done that, blah, 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 go to your room. So it wasn't a lot of dialogue around managing Mm -hmm. conflict. And Mm so as I grew up, became an adult, and it was like, oh, any conflict is bad. That was like a trigger for Mm -hmm. me. Right. And so I had to kind of do the work like, wait, no, conflict is going to happen. You just got to learn how to manage it effectively. So Mm -hmm. there are so many things that, we carry, you know, from our family of origin that, you know, if we're not aware of it, I mean, because that was that was becoming a thing. He's like, why do you keep saying, like, you do you not want to be with me? And I'm like, no, I do. But like, we're arguing, we're, you know, having this discussion. He's like, mm-hmm. this is not a big deal. Mm. And I had to I really. Yeah, I, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, okay. I, I want to add to that. For me, it was, um, like I even now I catch myself and I, I thank God because I I'm dating these very just beautiful, self-aware yes. men. And so we have these very healthy dialogues and conversations and I yeah. find them very, very healing. And so I, you know, I grew up in a household that could be self-critical and very critical. And I was in a marriage that was also like that and when you know he's affirming me I'm just kind of I'm waiting like I'm bracing myself for the criticism and I'm just like and it never comes (laughs) so you that's it that is so good (laughs) you know and so I had to ask myself because it was it was this bubble of anxiety that was building up in me. And I was just like, I I don't know why I'm bracing for this, but I, I was able to process that out through my journal. And I was also able to have a very vulnerable conversation of like, you know, this is what I'm expecting. And no, you have you've never done this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I, you know, and also feeling free to say that this came from my marriage and this also came from my childhood and for you know because I think when you're when you're you know I I still consider myself newly single which is kind of weird because it's like it's almost years (laughs) but it's like um and that's a whole nother journey but like just being able being safe to say that like I'm 
I'm healing from this. And so I'm, I might be a little bit tender here. And for him to be able to have some of the same conversations with me about where he's That's healing good. from past relationships and stuff like that. So yeah, it's, it's, so, it's very so, interesting. So talk talk a little bit more about that. I love that you're saying like you're able to verbalize and and you know um, a lot of times vulnerability is hard for you to you know say, but yeah. like hey, I might be tender here. This is what this is from. Talk a little bit about your healing journey and just how it's been. Yeah. You know, I know my my healing journey was um, my healing journey was rough, and I think probably for the same reason. Um, I can imagine because you were kind of in a public space trying to work out your healing. And um, that can be difficult when you just don't have the, you know, when you got so many people looking and judging and thinking, oh, this has been this long, like, and she's still blah, blah, blah. So talk a little bit about your healing journey and like, what are some of the things that you think or what some of the maybe aha moments or pivotal moments that you had mm-hmm. or have mm-hmm. while you're healing? Um, there have been so many of them, you know, because it's like, it's not a destination. Right, <laughs> you know? right. Absolutely. Absolutely. You never get there. Right. <laughs> right. Like, like, you wake up and you put, you know, one foot on the ground and then one foot in front of the yeah. other, you know, and it's like it just it continues and um one of the things that I've really learned in therapy was really really um a catalyst for teaching me how to feel safe within myself with my thoughts and my feelings mm-hmm. um it was it was almost like I needed permission to to feel, <laughs> and um, um, you know, I I had these relationships that would um, just I'm trying to I'm trying to think what's the best way to say it. Um, they, they were very codependent relationships where. <laughs> I was expected to act and to be everything that they needed me to be versus <laughs> what <laughs> what I needed. And yeah. so I yes. and I have I I think one thing about me is I have been very clear on what I want and what I need. And so that that's really helped me even with natural hair rules to build this successful brand and successful business because I've had this clarity of, you know, like I, I would say like I, I had blind faith. I I was that person and I don't recommend this. <laughs> but you know, I, I in my twenties I quit jobs um with no backup plan i was like god is going to take care of me <laughs> come on come on <laughs> <laughs> and he did thank god he did because he's right. like, girl <laughs> like, like, I, like i gotta take care of because <laughs> like, let me go so um but i i was always like people would tell me certain things because like even when um with natural hair rules at one point in time like uh, my spouse at the time, I was like, hmm, 
I want to work less but make more. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's that's impossible. I was like, <laughs> watch <Right>. me, <laughs> watch me, right. you know. And so I build like this six figure business, you know. And um, so yes. I, I've been, I, I'm clear on what I want and what I need. But I had these people around me telling me I couldn't have it. Um, like that I didn't need it (laughs) or they just could not, you know, it took me a very long time to realize that some people, even though they can speak the language, um, you know, you have to pay attention to people's actions and (laughs) just because they can speak the language does not mean they can accommodate and they can do the work that's required. Um, and so therapy helped me with that because I am somebody that I consider a very high functioning person. So even though I I struggled with anxiety and depression, it was like this high functioning anxiety and depression. Mm -hmm. You, you weren't necessarily going to keep, catch me, you know, not being able to get out of bed, but I was doing CrossFit three times a week. I was you know, running this business while breastfeeding an infant and, you know, being the breadwinner of my household and cooking meals for the children and cleaning and, you know, doing all of wow. these stuff, all of the, all of these things, performing. I, I was really great at performing for other people. Wow. And it got to a place where I was going through so much, you know, and I, you know, I gave like a brief snippet of like my son and, you know, and stuff like that. And, and therapy was this safe space of your feelings are valid. Like, yes, you, you feel the way you feel. There is no wrong way to feel. And if I were you, I would feel the exact same way. Yeah. I would feel the exact same way. And, you know, so it was just this freedom in feeling that I think that's where my journey started. And then it's like, okay, now we can incorporate some tools of being mindful. Like what certain situations make you feel these things? Yeah. Yeah. You know, what situations and people make you feel these things? you know, and taking stock and inventory of that. And also like processing, you know, making room for my feelings. Cause like I said, like, like specifically, um, my son, Benjamin was diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder. I went to um, his evaluation and the doctor was like, yes, he has autism characteristics. And I'm just like, my son? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What does that what does that mean? You know? Yeah. And and not really having the support and having a a therapist that was telling me, like, look, you you don't need to go to this evaluation by yourself. And I was just so used to doing yeah. performing. Getting stuff done, yeah. I was so used to performing. So it's like this needs to get done. Um I'm the person that's going to make sure that it gets done. So I really don't have a choice in the matter. And, but 
I tell you, it was I it was maybe two weeks until I could get to her office. So she shut that door. The flood that's open. Yeah. Yes. And and so, you know, um therapy is expensive. <laughs> yes, ma'am. This is true. <laughs> this is true. Um there was journaling. There, you know, and this was my way of talking to God. It was my way of talking to myself. It was my way of affirming myself, you know. And that's really how a lot of that came full circle. And it, you know, it's like it's the be I think the beginning of last year, I I always do like this you know, inventory of the year and stuff like that. And just getting very clear on, I deserve to feel good every day. Yes. And self-care, you know, especially being a single mama too, I like, I preach this self-care is not manis and petties. It it does, you don't have to spend, you don't have to spend money on yourself. Like you deserve to care for yourself every day. Every day. Mm You deserve to, and you are worthy to feed yourself first, you know, not just physically. And that's something that I, you know, I also do, like I'll wake up before the kids and, you know, make my breakfast, make my tea. Um, But also, you know, whether that's writing really quickly about what I want my day to look like or, you know, sketching Mm -hmm. out, um, like I, I do all types of journaling again there's no right or wrong way to do this right, but right. you know so it, there's i and i use one journal because i i felt like i i have a lot of journals but i felt like i needed to co- consolidate and so yeah. <laughs> i had to give myself the freedom to let my one journal be a dream journal a gratitude journal an affirmation journal you know a just uh-huh. catch-all a to-do list a bullet journal you know um and so sometimes it's just everything and um it's funny because uh, i've had situations where i have i have an emergency journal in my car <laughs> wow <laughs> i know that's right that's kind of how i use my notes on my phone i have all kind of random stuff in there but sometimes i just uh-huh. get something off or i'll put it in the notes but uh-huh. i love yeah. that emergency journal <laughs> yes girl it came in handy last year. I was like, oh, God, thank you so much for this emergency journey. Right. <laughs> I was in a, a carpool lane. Well, not last year, but the year before, because we don't have a carpool lane for school right now. <laughs> but uh, it was in that line, just like scribbling out some stuff because I had feelings. <laughs> You're right. You're right. And I, but I, I love what you said a little bit back. You said just being, being able to have someone say, it's okay that you feel that way. And I think that's important, an important part of healing is just at some point being validated in what you feel. Sometimes you just need somebody to say, hey, it's okay that you feel that way. And I understand. I might not agree, but I understand. And so I think I think that's very important. One of the things my husband says to me sometimes, like I could be crying. He's like, it's okay that you feel like that. And that's just, I mean, that just, oh, it's like a weight lifted. Like you might not, yes. agree, you might not have been through what I went through to get me here, but it's okay that you feel that way. And I just, 
is so needed in the in the healing journey. Yes, it is. And I I really appreciate just you sharing those those gems. You dropped so many gems. I gotta go get my journal out and and just do some, you know, read I gotta get my journal game together and start back journaling because that's that's something that I really used to do faithfully. But I, I've got to get back to that, especially just with so much, you know, and being in the house all day with the baby is sometimes it's like lonely. Cause it's just mm-hmm. <laughs> she can't yeah, talk back I to me. It's like I can talk all day long. I understand. Yeah, so um, I, I definitely got to get my journal and just get these thoughts mm-hmm. out on paper. But mm-hmm. definitely um, appreciate you coming in. But more, more often than I mean, more, more than anything, you know, just the impact that you continue to be not only in your social media presence, but the the blog. You know, just starting it years ago and you know just want you to know like you never know how you are impacting someone and just even some of the things that we've seen you go through publicly you know handling it gracefully because we we know people have lost their mind for less so just give you a huge like air hug and uh Thank you know you. So, much, so much love um for what you're doing in the women's community and always um as always in the natural hair community and Thank you so much for coming, giving giving us some time out of your day to um, just share that wisdom. Any do you have any final thoughts you want to give on a give us? It's it's definitely been just a um, an honor and a pleasure, and I I encourage you to you know don't let journaling be another thing that you're adding to your to do list. You know, Uh, let it be let it be something that feeds you and serves you yeah um, because that's what it is um it is a loving gift that you give to yourself so when you feel the need to do it don't second guess it don't overthink it just do it um it doesn't have to be it can be a couple of words you know yeah um you know as long as you you do what your spirit is telling you to do um and i think once you when you get in a practice of telling yourself yes consistently, because that's that's what it is. That's what journaling is, is telling yes. yourself yes consistently. Then it it, be, it can get, become a habit, you know? Yeah. And again, for me, I, you know, I realized that it was something that made me feel good. And it's like, why won't you do the things? Why don't you feel like you deserve to do the things that make you feel good every day Mm. (laughs) you know there's the um there's something within us especially americans where we feel like pleasure oh that's a tweet i gotta write that down what did you say (laughs) Say that again why don't you feel like why do you feel like you don't deserve girl i'm finna tweet every day Um, and that and that is something that i I had to process through in my journal. <laughs> like, wow. girl, you just like, you know, don't delay your your pleasure. Um, yeah. But I think, uh, I'm not sure where it started, but uh, especially in America, we feel like um, things are overindulgent. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's not, it's not. We, we deserve, we deserve to be loved every day. So, and that's a part of, um, us loving ourselves, you know, us feeding ourselves, especially as women. 
Thanks for joining us this week on Valuable and Vibrant Talk. I hope you enjoyed this episode. For more information or to find out more about our guests, be sure to check us out on Instagram at Valuable Vibrant Official and at my website, www.carnishajoy.com. As always, please subscribe to the show to catch every new episode. And if you would, leave us a review so we can continue to bring you fresh new content. See you next time.